underwear hunts, a presidential dunce, and feckless stunts. Oh, and a live audience coming up today on The Point. Welcome to The Point, the only talk show bringing gay and straight men together to see what happens. And this is a very exciting episode because we are going live and long, which is just the way <laughs> Tito likes it. Um, <laughs> it is, believe it or not, it is our second season finale. This is... <laughs> this is episode 67. Wouldn't it be great if we had done two more? I know, yeah. We'll, we'll work on that over the summer. We're going to jump right into it right now. Talking point number one, trumped up charges. Okay, so if you've been following... You know, I wanted to start the show today with, you know, because it's Nuit Rose, it's a queer festival, gay and straight, blah, blah. But we just had to start here because there's been so much going on. And of course, we're in Toronto, right? So I hate saying his name, I actually, I won't say President Trump. I don't like that. You just did. You just, you just, you just yeah. did. You just did. <laughs> okay, I won't say it again. All right. Donald Trump. Okay, he's starting a trade war with Canada and the EU while praising the North Korean dictator. Um, in fact, one of, uh, one of Trump's people said there was a special place in hell for Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Sorry. Really? It's just a little extreme. It's extreme. I didn't yeah. hear about that part. Yeah, yeah a special no. place in hell, in hell for Justin Trudeau. And, and Trump, hell. Uh, the latest yeah. news is that Trump says he will punish, quote, the people of Canada because of what Justin Trudeau said in that uh, now infamous news conference where Justin said, Justin, first yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where <laughs> Justin Justy said the bestie. he will stand up for <laughs> Canada's interests if the tr Trump starts a trade war with Canada. Canada oh. will respond reciprocally. I'm assuming we all think, I don't know, what, I mean, okay. I, I won't, didn't hear I don't about this name what, what do you think about the way Donald Trump is handling, first of all, uh, Canada, second of all, all this other stuff? How, what, how do we respond? We as a people, how do we respond? We that's roll a, our That's eyes. how we respond. <laughs> uh, confused and, you know... Uh, <laughs> confounded looks at each other. It's, uh, no, it's pretty cray, honestly. I don't know, um, I don't know what, well, the, what the game plan is. Well, he's, but, uh, he's, like, it's impossible to react to him in a logical way because he's just not being logical. So it's basically like, you know, somebody yelling profanities at the corner and you figuring out, how do I deal with this? You, yeah. you can't, because it's just nonsense well, so, right okay, now. So, okay, uh, so just this week, he had a, what he called an impromptu press conference which, of course, was planned because he didn't want yeah. people paying attention to the the. It was IG right report. after executive time. Yes, yeah. <laughs> watching Fox and Friends. Yeah. Um, but the, the press conference was, I mean, lie, untruth after untruth. 
how do you respond to somebody who perennially, perennially lies to you? I don't think you can. I mean, I think the problem here, especially with Donald Trump, is that nothing is ever going to affect him unless he's put in prison, unless he's broken a law and you know, something ends up happening to him that way. He has too much money and too many people around him that'll let him get away with anything. So no matter what he does, none of these things, if he totally fucks up the economy, nothing is ever going to actually affect him. So he doesn't give a shit, right? It doesn't, it doesn't matter to him. So he's not going to think of anyone other than himself. And he's not a logical person, as Jim was saying. So there's really not a lot you can do with him directly. You have to try to go after the people around him, the legislators around him, and who actually are supposed to do the things that aren't. Checks and balances. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What so. do you think uh, Trudeau, how do you think Trudeau should respond to that? I don't know. I mean, I I, th I think it's the right thing that he's doing for now, but it's kind of unprecedented, well, really. Well, it's not really unprecedented. Well, I, I mean, Zaid, I'm curious because you're from the Middle East originally, yeah, and so you have a so bit have more of a global perspective. Share with us. I mean, clearly, we don't have much of an insight here. With the US you know, dictators and demagogues oh. who have too much money, and it's, the solution's very easy. You just immigrate to Canada, and then you're like, oh, it's happening here too. <laughs> okay, not nervous. Everything's fine. Yeah. I don't know what the solution is. <clears throat> oh, okay. Did you, <laughs> straight up, we're still figuring we it out in the Middle yeah. East. Okay. Did, you, actually, did you actually, Jim, I, I, know that, I know that your family is South Korean. I was obviously. wondering when you were going to come to me on this. Um, but <laughs> from a South Korean perspective, how do you view the summit between Trump and Kim Jong-un? Do you want reunification of the Korean peninsula? And here's the thing, is... is the South Korean perspective is the same uh, to Kim Jong-un as the Canadian perspective is now to Donald Trump. And that you're dealing, like they're looking at that leader as somebody who's just crazy. So you're almost afraid of joining because you're worried about what Kim Jong-un will do. You don't know whose hands you're shaking. Right? Yeah. And that's the whole thing. And there, there was like the, the big, you know, uh, handshaking between the North and South Korean uh, leaders. But they've done that before, and nothing has ever come about from it. Trump saluted one of Kim Jong-un's generals. Yeah, of course Not he did. only that, did you see the other video where he's talking to somebody saying, like, when Kim Jong-un you know, says things, his people stand up and they pay attention. I want my people to do that. Right, yeah. yes. Praising like, a dictator right. and well, wishing the American people and, to and, act and, the way they do And the other thing is, is, like, it's been a while since I've been to Korea, but they're in a constant state of uh, readiness. So once a month, like I remember last time I went, I was in Seoul, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, an air raid siren goes off, and then all the lights shut down, and I was freaking out. And then somebody told me, like, this is a regular thing, like, we have to do drills like this oh, shit. every I month. Oh, I didn't know that. And so wow. you imagine, like, Seoul is about the same size as New York City. So you imagine New York City air raid sirens, and then all the lights shutting down, and New York City going black. And that's something that they do every month to prepare for North Korea, because they know that the North Korean ruler oh, wow. is just fucked in the head and would attack on a whim. Right. Well, it, well, uh, it, how, how to deal with Trump? Actor Robert De Niro had an idea. <laughs> Fuck Trump. Mm -hmm. Of course, Robert no, De Niro, uh, <laughs> he gave his speech at uh, the Tony Awards uh, introducing Bruce Springsteen. That was his response. He also apologized to the people of Canada for uh, what Donald Trump has been saying. Of course, Donald Trump's response was to call Robert De Niro brain damaged. <laughs> because of Raging Bull. Is, yes, he, he because went, of too he had many to go boxing back to Raging Bull, yeah. He did two, Punch I think, Punch drunk, was that what it was? Is yeah. that what he said? 
Is reacting like that helpful? And the reason why I ask is because... Well, whose reaction? Donald Trump? No, or, no, or, no or? The, the fuck Trump reaction. Is that helpful? Or does it just... I mean, I understand the anger, but is that helpful insofar as getting Trump's supporters on your side. You're not going to No, of get course that. not. It's just going to make them even more against us as they've always have been because they think we're you know Canadians you mean? Oh no, no, I'm talking about reasonable um, people. People who are not <laughs> Democrats of just course. So yeah, yeah. This is what right. they expect from the Democrats for us to continuously um, belittle Trump and to tarnish his name. So this is just expected for them, I would say. Yeah. I, I think they're, we're, it's completely different games, and that's what the real problem is, is that the Trump supporters play by one set of rules, they play one game, and the Democrats are playing a completely different game that's not about whipping up the base and trying to get people out to vote so that they can actually make progress. It's, let's bring them onto our side, and let's do what's best for everyone. Like, yeah, that's a great world to live in, but that's not the game you're playing right now. That's the game yeah. you want to be playing in the future, but it's not what's happening in reality. And yeah, the go high, not low thing would be nice, but I don't think Sounds it's actually being work. effective. Well, so maybe yeah, maybe yeah. the response Michelle is Obama. just yeah. to yeah. go high. It's the, yeah. yeah. Um, that was, never mind. <laughs> Marijuana is going to be legal Great soon. Yeah, dealing anyway. with things. Um, How does it feel, Fred? This is my, my panel joke all over again. Uh, yeah. Okay. And now I did another one. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Moving on. But before we move on. Um, I want to remind everybody one way that you can help the show that doesn't cost you anything is to subscribe to us on YouTube. So if you haven't done so already, please go to YouTube, youtube.com slash thepointguys, subscribe to our channel, and hit the little bell too. That way you'll get notifications to know when a new show is up. Just like go. that. There you go. <laughs> Also, tonight's hashtags, the point live, hashtag the point live, and hashtag Nui Rose TO. They're up there if uh, maybe there's a plant in front of them. But uh, yeah, <laughs> if you're posting anything on, <laughs> on all the social medias, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, all of that, please use those. And Thank tag you. Us all. And uh, now that we've solved world peace, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Progress. peace for all now. We'll Was be back good? right after this. back and it's time for our second talking point of the evening no labels okay a new study shows that 25% of straight women mm. and 12% of straight men who are currently attending college or university have same sex hookups they're straight but they have same sex hookups so the question is <laughs> are they really straight you have to experiment until you know that's a great question right? Um, my opinion on this, and I'm, a str I'm the straight one up. I'm the straight female up here, so <laughs> I have my own little lane. Um, if I was in college, which I was, by the way, when I was in college, and if I had a boyfriend while in college, and he also let me know that he was banging dudes, I would consider him gay. Is that wrong for me to uh, yeah. automatically think this? Yeah. That is so wrong. It yeah. is wrong. <laughs> yes. This is, I'm here to learn. It might be I'm more wrong learn. for you to consider him your boyfriend yeah. if he's out banging dudes. But if it's my man, oh, true, he's cheating that, as that well. Part. There's a bigger issue. There's yeah. a bigger issue here. But fine, a guy I'm into. Let's say it's a guy I'm into, and mm. he's having sex with men as well. 
Yeah, no, Fine, be, no, 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 no. Not that he's gay, but I would not think he's straight any longer. Am I wrong? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I would think he's bi. Or... Yeah. No, but like, what if he tried but it once and then he didn't still? like it? Yeah, like, well, if he, like, tried if he tried it, if he tried it once and well, never did it again. Well, here's he did it once. Okay. Is it once? So it's not guys. You know, this is hypothetical, right? Like, this didn't actually happen, yeah, but yeah. he did it once. Okay. And he told me about it. Okay. Did this really okay, happen? Okay. Then or is this once as experimentation? <laughs> yes. Could he still be considered straight? Yeah. I think if you try it. Of course. Audience? Of course? Yes, you're experimenting. That's okay. Thank you. Oh, actually, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, Leah, but joining us on the panel now is <laughs> guest co host <laughs> and friend of the show, yeah. YouTuber Adam Carroll. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. What the? Also, Adam, if you could please speak in a higher pitched tone, that yeah, would be much did. appreciated. I know, I know. He did it for you. You <laughs> asked for it in he's a, Actually, it. he's also an author. That's and there's book. his book, Pawns of book. Blood and Thunder. Yeah, it's pretty great. Nice. Adam, I'm going to treat you with more respect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to treat great. him with more respect. I didn't know you were an author. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm still waiting for my copy. <laughs> well, <laughs> bitch, buy it. still waiting for his 25. <laughs> I <Come> refuse. <laughs> so, so actually, researchers... Wait, um, I need to ask Leah, have you, did you kiss a girl in college? Ooh. And did you like it? And does that mean that you're a lesbian? My sister's in the audience. Um, <laughs> so I don't think she cares. Say hello. Now's a great Stephanie. time for her to right find there. out. <laughs> Just letting y'all know. Yes, I have kissed a girl. And I didn't like it. Okay. So, there you go. You okay, tried. so does that you make you a lesbian now? No. No, I don't that. There you go, T. You put it right back on me. <laughs> yes. No, I don't consider myself a lesbian. Well, there you there go. You go. Okay. But and also, isn't it but that? Isn't it what you consider yourself to be? Isn't it how you decide to label yeah. or not label yourself anyway? I don't know. <laughs> but also, is isn't it that just college? Well, is it? Well, this yes. is an interesting <laughs> question. I don't know, getting mixed reviews from the audience. Well, this is, yeah, <laughs> because this is an interesting question because it's a matter of. I don't know what you, what you are versus how you identify. Or is what you identify what you are? And also, does any of it matter? I, I don't. I, in reality? I, yeah. By the way, it the question was too. kissing. I never had sex with a girl. It's great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Tell me it's about wonderful. it. <laughs> it's okay, so I hear. So I hear. Speaking of performative bisexuality, um, singer Rita Ora. Queen uh, recently got in trouble for her new single "Girls." <laughs> the lyric goes, "Sometimes I just want to kiss girls." Yep. And me too. Me too. it's much to me <laughs> okay. lyrically. It's like we we referenced Katy Perry. I kissed a girl and I liked it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nobody seemed to have a problem. Demi with that Lovato. Um, Katy's cool awesome. for the summer. <laughs> uh, having about uh, being bisexual. But yeah, she but got in she trouble. is too. Like they're Demi likes girls too. But Rita Ora got Rita in trouble. Rita Ora is bisexual, okay? So, yeah. She's allowed to sing so this. But why did she right get now? in trouble then? And why so did she mad. feel... Wait, wait, because wait, people okay. didn't okay. know that she was bisexual, so they come for her thinking that she's just making another song about kissing girls and yeah, catering to straight men. Yeah, but even if she wasn't bisexual, once again, ignorant Leah, but what's the problem with her just talking about her experience? Thank you. Who got well, her in you. trouble? Wait, wait, Who okay. came for her? Okay, Adam. Adam. Well, this, to me, this is why, like, right-wing people hate us is because we go after, like... That's not the only reason. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not even, just, not even just, not even just like, gay it's people. It's because we like, like people who hate... Dick. Dick. Yeah. It's because people, like, we go after such little stupid things. Like, oh, no, you need to apologize for that because you offended me. Like, yeah, this and yet wasn't we're allowed to say, you know, fuck this person, fuck that person, you know, cunt this, cunt that. We're allowed to say these things. Mm. I don't think it's really 
it's not, sometimes it's not really fair. Well, I'm confused. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. What I'm trying he's, to say—he's performatively confused. <laughs> we get upset, and we we need an apology. When I say we, I mean Democrats. Sure. The left need sure. an apology whenever we feel slightly offended. Mm-hmm. But we're allowed to say anything we want that could be deemed as offensive as well. Give me an example. I just did, like the fuck <laughs> Trump. Sh- sure. Right. Nobody seems to disagree with that, but sure. it is harsh, yeah. right? Sure. Um, I'm getting into another topic, which That's I okay. probably That's shouldn't. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> Roll with it. Go I don't it. know what this word means, but feckless, and I don't like this word, but cunt was used right. to describe Ivanka. Right. Do you see what I mean? Yes, but I also think, like, now if you're going to compare, let's, let's compare the two. Let's compare, compare Roseanne to uh, what's Okay, Sarah, we're, we're going to get, actually, we're going to get into yeah. this discussion later yeah, in my the bad. My bad. On, I realized what I did in the middle of what I was saying. But my, but, 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 what I don't understand is Katie Perry is not bisexual. She had a hit with I Kissed a Girl and I Liked It. That was a long time ago. Why? So, it was a long time ago. was different back then. But it was a long time ago. Well, if it was yeah. a long time ago, you would think, oh my God, it's so awful that she had a, you know, whatever, girl on girl, whatever. Mm, but now, it's cool, it's fine. So I don't understand why now it's a problem when it wasn't five years ago. People are... who, who, who is it that got her in trouble? Another celebrity came for her on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Nope. So part Bonnie, of the problem, I think, that happens a lot... Part of the problem that happens a lot is that people um, seem to think that everyone deserves an equal voice and that every opinion is equally valid to every other opinion on something. And what I mean is three really loud, obnoxious people on Twitter do not represent the majority of people. Well, then why did she and have to happens. apologize? She didn't have to apologize. She did. She apologized. Because a celebrity came for her and like, well, was defending LGBTQ people. Well, why did she say, screw you, I'm bi, I'm proud of it. Well, that's what she Get said in her that. apology. She so that's... That. But then she shouldn't have to apologize. Yeah, but if people didn't thing. know, then she had to like put it out there. I understand PR, that she sweetie. officially came out, but why apologize? But the, I don't know. But the I song, don't know. But the song was about friend. like experimenting anyway, so she shouldn't have had to apologize to begin with. She shouldn't have to apologize. No, no, no. Right. Right. Good. Right. Good on Rita Ora. We're all the same. Yeah, we got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad we solved that. Again, I'm going to remind you, uh, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to us on YouTube. Helps us greatly. Costs you nothing. Go to youtube.com slash thepointguys, and we'll be right back. Yay! Woo! What's next? Hello and welcome back. And now I want to welcome, oh my God, one of my favorite people, a special guest here tonight. Fred, you're too kind. (laughs) Stop. Comedian, international, (laughs) spectacular, funny, one of the funniest people ever. Martha Chavez. Thank you. Also, also in your intro, you forgot a uh, newly crowned Canadian Comedy Award winner, Martha yes. Chavez. Whoa. There you go. Oh. Round of applause, Yay. then. Thank you. So, what's new? <laughs> well, I want the the for the first time they have the category of best stand-up comic in the Canadian Comedy Awards, both for male and female, before it was Best Female Stand-Up Comic. comic and oh, I and see. I uh, won okay. it. And I also entertained the Prime Minister, Adie Gal, 
Identity Gala on the 24th of May. Nice. I performed for uh, Justin Trudadi, <laughs> as they call it. Yes. Yeah. Is he as nice as he seems? Even nicer. Is he as good looking as it looks? I tell you, ask, ask my wife. It was, it was like, she was oh, like, true. pull yourself together. Pull <laughs> together. No, he's very nice. You know that I, I, uh, I, I, told, I told a joke in which, um, in which I, uh, it's, it's my usual joke that I said that I, uh, I did elocution le lessons, Peter Piper. I mean, uh, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. And then I said, That's the, who believes that? The rain in Spain falls mainly on the homeless. And Trudeau was Aww. laughing. <laughs> but he was laughing. How not Canadian. He was laughing. And he went, Aww. like, really? And I think I could see a glimpse of his perfect tears. You know, like a, a little glimpse of his perfect tears that he should be selling on eBay because I'm yeah. sure they cure arthritis. <laughs> I am yeah. sure. And then uh, I, uh, I did a joke in which I called uh, Trump, I called him uh, Mango Mussolini, Danny Three Wives, uh, the, Tas <laughs> the Tasmanian Devil on Crack, and Trudeau was laughing. Linda taped him laughing. And, <laughs> and uh, he was laughing, and then when I started talking about Trump and calling him those names, he was like this. <laughs> like he wanted to laugh, but I'm sure that now after the commentaries about Canada, he's with Sophie at night. Le mango Mussolini, <laughs> let us menian devil and crack, you know. <laughs> so it was good. It was nice. Good, good. Well, we're glad to have you here. Thank you. Let's get into the talking point. A bee in her bonnet. Okay, so comedy comedians have really. You were talking about jokes about Trump. Yeah. A lot of satirists, comedians have been getting into some trouble. Yeah. Most, most notably, uh, a few weeks ago, Samantha B. Yeah. Uh, Leah, you referenced this a little while ago. And you know something? Uh, d does everybody know what she called Ivanka Trump? A feckless. Cunt. Does everybody know what the word feckless means? Because yeah. if so, please tell me. I, yeah, I have no I'm not idea. really like clear on that either. You do know? Yes. No. Oh, you oh, don't okay. know as well. Okay. I thought you were offering. I don't know Thanks for sharing. Be it's ignorant. like no, no. Like, I wish, man. I don't know what it means. Like I don't no, know what it means. like someone. Uh, if you have no backbone, if you don't stand up. For oh, things, spineless. You're feckless. Yeah. Okay. But we must say why she called her that. Right. Yeah. Okay. This is this who the is, feck knew. This, this is the. I mean, okay, Martha. Explain. That she called her that because uh, there were the, there was the news that they are snatching little children of their parents' arms at the border. Which they and are. And she. Ivanka criminal, I wouldn't have called her a cunt. I would have said yeah, a con artist, a criminal, all of the other C other words. Other C words. <laughs> like a conniving, Ivanka cunt. I would have said all of those things because she put a picture of her uh, in an embrace with her own child. So Samantha called her that, which, you know, it was harsh. Mm -hmm. But she deserved it. 
Also, I mean, she uses that word on her show all the time. All the time. She uses oh, it all the time. Like, it's really this not. This is just a case of people and, cherry picking things with no context. And they bleeped yeah. it. It's not that, it, that she actually said it. And not only, not only that, it's, uh, the, the, quest, the thing is that all of these people are up in arms about freedom of speech when it comes about loving your guns and about speaking bad about minorities. But, when, but uh, what, something that a comedian says made them squirm. When the president himself gave instructions of how to grab women by the pussy on television, and he mm -hmm. said it was locker room talk. So you know it's totally uh, a double standard because she was right. Ivanka Trump is a cunt. And I'm not <laughs> that was a hard scene. And, and took the words right out of my mouth. After your and, tirade about how you wouldn't have said it. No, no, I wouldn't have said I wouldn't have said it in, the, in my own TV show that is a. Oh, but you're on the point now, so it's okay to say. It's it. a point. Yeah. I'm making this a point. This show can go down. No, no you problem. Know, but I can say it because I have one. Because that you. That <laughs> That's true. Yes. That's true. I can say it because I have because that use have that word is usually used. Any female genitalia is usually used to demean people. You know, I, like I, I never understood uh, uh, using like dick and that word. I, I don't even like saying that word, but I don't, I you never don't understood. Like the word dick? No, dick? no, the oh. C word. Oh, okay. I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> using oh, it. Yeah. I, but I don't understand why it's like, like calling someone a dick. I'm like, well, dicks are nice. <laughs> like, yeah. like, why well, is yeah. it? Uh, but thank you. Dick, should, <laughs> dick should be Jeez. even more insulting than cunt because even missiles are in the po in the shapes of, of dicks. I have yet to see a monument like the Washington Monument that is a huge dick Phallic in object. the shape yeah. of a of a cunt. You know, like yeah. a nice conch shell where you can go <laughs> where you can go and listen music by Sarah McLachlan and Birkenstocks. You know what I mean? Do it. Yeah, nice. and they should be like. They should Sex be. in the City reruns. No, you know, like, that, that, that topic Horrible really show. like discombobulates me because mm. I am seeing it. They are coming for the people that criticizes that administration and all totalitarian. I come from a, a country where there was a dictatorship. And you're from? From Nicaragua. And you know, all, like all totalitarian moment, regimes go after humorists. Like recently they fired a cartoonist by the name right. of Rob uh, Rogers uh, from the Pens uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Uh, yeah, yeah, Post-Gazette. He was the editorial cartoonist because of the cartoons about Trump. That only happens in regimes like the Soviet Union, yeah. like the former yeah, Soviet Union. Yeah, let me, what she's talking that, about. Yeah. Uh, uh, after 25 years as the editorial cartoonist for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, a man by the name of Rob Rogers was fired because he criticized Trump in his cartoons. Wait, this is in... America? Yeah. Oh. Um, this is in America. So it starts, guys. Start applying for of those. Uh, and a quick side note <laughs> on this whole like freedom of speech thing. When Trump tweets out that Sam V should be fired and all of these things as the president of the United States, that actually is an infringement on her on First Amendment rights. Because that is a, the government who is trying to punish you for what you are saying. Exactly. So there are lots of other I things where people get fired for what they say and do uh, on social media and things because they're, people, un, d people don't remember that 
freedom of speech is freedom from the government, not freedom from consequences. Exactly. And freedom it, from government. It's governmental persecution. Well, look what happened to Kathy Griffin, right? I mean, that was really harsh what she did, but she lost a lot of business. She lost yeah. a lot of really endorsements. Really not that funny. I was just but like, okay. Was no, but, well, but, but about, she shouldn't have been, she shouldn't been punished she, the way that she was. She did that because of the cover of Der Spiegel. In the cover of that magazine, uh, German magazine, they had a machete with a bloody head of Trump. Oh. It was tasteless, but Kathy was Griffin tasteless. is tasteless. But I, <laughs> not I. Uh, Hashtag the point no, no, But I have, I have beat piñatas in the shape of Trump. What is the difference? That <laughs> she put the bloody. It was tasteless but it wasn't to be persecuted by the president of the United yeah. States. And as she said it herself, if she hadn't had any money, she wouldn't have been able how to survive because mm. the herds of people Everything. that support Trump were changed. She had to hire bodyguards for her, for her mother, for not only cancer, her, her life yeah. was in danger. I just want to know, when do we start calling it the Trump regime? I, I think, think, I mean, think, I think we already have. <laughs> yeah. I, it's no of, longer an administration. Uh, well, speaking of the Trump regime, I, I mean, her picture's up there too. Roseanne Barr, who some say is part oh. of the Trump regime. Um, oh. I mean, I don't know She's how much back. we want to even deal with her right now. But she got... She's on She's the other side of it and got... Wicked, wicked. You I see mean, her show is canceled. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I have an answer to that, that coming. too. I have an answer for that too. Roseanne... It's not a question that it was one tweet. She's been tweeting racist, conspiracy theory yes. things for years. Very racist. And Roseanne, when she was little, to her defense, Roseanne had a, a huge accident in which her brain was compromised, and she's bad shit crazy. And really? Well, she should have her own show. No, for, for, new sure. information. No, I am even surprised. Like, kudos to her that she even managed to have a show with all of her problems. Well, and that's the thing. ABC yeah. knew what they were getting in bed with. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I think yeah. that she probably drove them insane on set, and they were looking for a they right. were looking for a little excuse to get rid of her. And, that's and my I, I do think mm, that, yeah. I mean, uh, okay, so Samantha B was crass, but Roseanne Barr was racist. Yeah, like, it's a yeah huge not the same thing. Like, it's yeah. not the same. No, no, no. And the no, president of ABC is a yes. black woman. Oh, they are comparing that's, yeah. that's why the right wing went after Samantha Bee, because the Samantha Bee thing happened yeah. right after, after Roseanne that, was canceled. Yeah. So the right wing went, well, Roseanne had to pay for her sins. Why not Samantha Bee? No, but but, but it's not... It's not the it's right should know. It's the right comparable. should know that no. telling it like it is shouldn't get you fired. She's no, no, saying no. that Ivanka Trump is a feckless cunt because Ivanka Trump is a feckless well, cunt. Uh, this but is, she okay. was just being racist. You Those are totally different things. Uh, 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 Martha, you were talking about uh, the reason why um, Samantha Bee was so angry because of the issue of the Trump administration ripping children of refugees away from their parents mm. as they cross the, the southern border of the U.S. Yeah. This week, as we tape this, both Jeff Sessions, the Attorney General, and Sarah Huckasanders, uh, the press secretary. Fuck that woman. Um, so, I'll leave that to you. Um, oh, yeah. They you enjoy both that. cited the Bible, saying and that's it was the line, biblical guys. that no. they do this. I, I'm going to tell you something. Donny Three Wives is a liar. And an adulterer. We know that because he's been married three times. The Bible condemns 
adultery. You, they have to stand to stone you to death. And lying, and he's a liar. Like you, you, we are, we have separation of church and state. And to hear a guy with a southern, you know, with his southern accent to quote the Bible, laughing <laughs> that you have to separate. You just remember when they did it to. It's not the first time they do. It. They did it to slaves. They did it when they interned prisoners of Jap Japanese prisoners. They have the, your country sucks. I'm sorry to say your it, country. but your country I, I voted sucks. for Hillary. I swear, I voted for Hillary. And Fred, don't, uh, uh, let me know if I'm wrong here, but I think they asked if they could quote the specific scripture they were referring to in the Bible, and they couldn't? No, they did. Or they did? Yeah. They just did. Do you know what the scripture it, it, it is? It had Wait. to do with... It is biblical to, uh, to they, follow the to law. Follow the law. To follow the no, law. But the irony of <laughs> that so is that this is not a law. What the Trump administration yeah, is doing no, no, no. right now with general. refugees and their children is not the law. It is a Trump administration policy, and it is a lie for Trump to go on the lawn of the White House after talking to his friends. Fox and Friends to say this is the Democrats' fault. No. And the Democrats is, in Congress yeah, because should they step up and do law. something about it. The Trump administration is actually separating Regime. the children saying that we're going to bathe them. We're like taking your children to the showers and then the kids are never returned to their parents. A, I'm sorry. As a, a Jew... Of, yeah. A friend of that, mine. A friend of mine. That's pretty bad. Said it, a friend of mine said it very beautifully. One would say it's very cunty. A friend of mine said it very earlier today. He said, "When people ask, you know, what what would you have done during World War II with the rise of the Nazis? Now you have your answer because this is what's happening. Like this is the same policies, the same things that are happening. So if you ever question what your response would be." What is your response? Exactly. Because that's what's, what's going on. Exactly. That's why I'm telling you that, that I am a little bit stressed and I haven't even oh, been funny. Would you have given me that prize if you hear me talking in the show without knowing? No, but it's driving me insane to see the rise of the asshole. There are assholes <laughs> rising everywhere. We have our own asshole here now. Mr. Oh, yeah. Well, you know on, what Ontario. I mean? We are talking about Brand your new country. That's another, that's another word. It's like, why is asshole a bad thing? Um, <laughs> it has many functions. Please applaud Thank Martha you. Chavez. And also don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash thepointguys, and we'll be back right after this. If I decide to run for office, you vote for me, bitches. Yes. <laughs> that brings us to our next talking point, U equals U. And we have a couple of new people this evening joining the panel. First of all, I want to introduce indie pop artist Van Hector. Hello. Hello. Um, who is uh, in from Montreal. He will be yeah. performing his new single later this evening. Um, but and a surprise. As a surprise. And a surprise. And a surprise. Yeah. Oh. For you, though. He's going to jump get... out of a cake. Um, uh, uh, but he's also joining the discussion uh, for part of tonight. But our special guest for this segment is pharmacist and activist and friend of the show, Michael Fanous. Yay! Thank you for having me. 
Can you take um, a look at my back after? Yeah. Sure, yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong type of doctor, though. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> doctor of pharmacy. How does um, rash? <laughs> one of, uh, now, you've been on the show a number of times. We've been talking about prep. Does everybody here, for, so that we have a baseline, does everybody here know what prep is? Is there anybody who does not know what someone prep is? There. Someone okay. there. Why don't, why don't you give us a backgrounder on prep? Sure, absolutely. So my specialty is HIV treatment, and HIV treatment, we are using one of the medications that we've been using to effectively treat the virus. We also give it to HIV-negative people to prevent them from getting infected, and that's, that concept is fairly new to Canada. It's called pre-exposure prophylaxis, meaning before you're exposed to the virus, we can prevent it. Now, by the show of hands, you had one person who knew what it was, and you had one person who admitted to not knowing what it was, but the statistics are that gay men, who are at the highest risk of HIV, a great majority of them don't know about it, and uh, even those that do don't have access. So my job is specifically to help people access medication, so treatment and prevention. Yes? In Canada, this? Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. shocked now. So the I'm FDA surprised. was the first country to, oh, the United States was the first country to approve pre-exposure prophylaxis. In 2012, the FDA approved a product called Truvada, which has two drugs in it, emtricitabine and tenofovir. I've been dispensing these drugs for my whole career in treatment of HIV, but in the States, they got, uh, they got on it earlier to prevent infections. And in 2016, just as recently as two years ago, Health Canada finally listened to all the evidence that we have, global studies all around the world that prove that when someone takes pre-exposure prophylaxis, someone taking PrEP will reduce the risk of HIV by 99%. <gasps> So, better than condoms. Yeah. We have a pill a day, just the same way girls take a pill a day to prevent pregnancy, we have a pill a day to prevent something that's been plaguing our community, the queer community, for 35 now, years. Actually, I have a question about that, because the, 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 the one person who said, I don't know what it is, uh, is, is a woman, and I, I'm gonna, a straight, you're straight? Yes, okay. I have had straight, after Michael has been on the show before, I have had straight women contact me and say, why is this marketed just to gay men? I had this one woman say to me, I've dated so many jerks. Why doesn't my doctor talk to me about protecting myself in this way? These so are great, great questions. I actually have straight women on PrEP in my practice. I have trans men, trans women, mostly gay men. Why gay men? Because gay men are at the highest risk. So if you're indigenous Canadian, you're at a higher risk of getting HIV. If you're Afro, black Canadian, Caribbean Canadian, 30 times more likely to get HIV in your lifetime. An IV drug user, 70 times more likely. But gay men, men who have sex with men, are 131 times more likely to contract the virus than their heterosexual counterparts. We're at the highest risk. It's still an epidemic in our community, but we have effective tools. And do you guys know what the most effective way to prevent someone from getting HIV is? To treat someone with HIV. Not even PrEP. Someone who is on antiretroviral therapy, that's what we call it, ART or antiretrovirals, ARVs, they will not transmit the virus to their sexual partners if they're undetectable. And that brings me to the U equals U message, which is so important. And it's something that I'm so happy to promote. Just yesterday, we had the founder of the global movement of the U equals U movement. His name is Bruce Richmond, and he lives in New York City. He founded this movement because we've had the science for years. I've known the science. My colleagues who work in this field do. We know that guys taking treatment are not a risk to their sexual partners. So he went to his doctor after the condom broke with his boyfriend. And uh, he was worried, 
and to ask his doctor, what's the risk? And his doctor said, you're undetectable. By the way, undetectable means that the amount of virus in the blood is so low that we can't detect it. So that's why we call it undetectable. Similar to someone, and you know what? 99% of us, when we reach 40, are going to have herpes. Okay? But it stays. Don't look at me. We <laughs> all have because I'm it. over 40. Well, no, I'm looking at everybody. We're all going to get this virus. You get chicken pox, you're, you're going to have a virus dormant in your system. But now we can make HIV practically dormant. Right? It doesn't, we can't cure it, but we can make it undetectable. So undetectable people are not a risk. If you have sex with someone who's HIV positive, undetectable, it is not a risk to you to get HIV, even without the use of PrEP and without the use of condoms. That is phenomenal. Have all the sex you want. <laughs> well, well, that actually... I have a question. Oh, yes, please. What are the side effects of PrEP? So I'm going to get back to the U equals U message because that's of even better importance, and I'll come back to PrEP, and we'll talk about all the pharmacy stuff no problem. at the end. So effective medications that we have, people that are taking treatment for HIV, now that we know that they will live just as long as if they were HIV negative, we know they won't transmit to their partners, why isn't this message getting out? That's the problem, right? It's fear and it's stigma. Our community still faces a lot of stigma around HIV. Guys who are HIV positive and they come out to other sexual partners and let them know that they're HIV positive, they get rejected a lot online, on Grindr, or even in a bar. And why? Because the science does not back up the stigma. We know this. So to go back to Bruce's story, he went to his doctor, asked, what's the risk? And his doctor said, it's not a risk to your partner. He said, can you put it in writing? And his doctor was not really willing to put it in writing. He said, no, it's a liability. And a lot of organizations around the world said, we're not endorsing that message because, you know, what if one person did get HIV this way? So we did the math. We did the science. You'd have to have sex with someone who's HIV positive, undetectable, every week for 330 years before we'd find one transmission. So going back before the American Revolution, so... Why'd you look oh God, at me again? We're well, talking about old yeah. people. Yeah. You keep looking at me. <laughs> well, I'm looking at you as the host and my friend, but I want you to... <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see if you right. look shocked or surprised. What are you worried but, about? But I think I've said this message so many sh times on this show that, you know, the people on The Point know it, but we want to use this as a platform, and we want to use this event, Pride, as a great platform to pro promote this message. And you know why we're picking this Pride, Pride 2018? Does everyone know what the theme of Pride 2018 is? Not, not single person? No. The, no. the theme that they selected in Pride Toronto of this year is 35 years of AIDS activism, and that's why I'm happy to join oh, you guys wow. tonight. Woo! Oh, we didn't know that. Now, now this was interesting, and, and I wanted, uh, I was hoping you would, you would respond to this. So there was a study done uh, that was published in The Lancet uh, about... That's the medical journal, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it was based in Australia, but I think we can extrapolate to North America, uh, that since PrEP has become a thing, condom use is down. Yeah. Um, condom use has been down even before PrEP okay, was a thing. Okay, well, according to this, uh, it dropped from 46... Well, this is interesting. Condom use among men who have sex with men. It was 46% in 2013. Like... You would think, oh, in 2013, before a lot of guys were on PrEP, it would be, like, really high. No, it's no, less than half. Was it was huge. 46%. Yeah, it was like a trend, almost. Um, and it uh, went down to 31% in 2017. Um, is it, because I still hear this, you know, sort of PrEP shaming um, and the stigma against people who are, who are um, undetectable. Um, how do you respond to people who say, 
well, but people aren't using condoms now. Well, I have a lot of responses. And first, it's the public health of Canada. So public health Canada, the agency, uh, has said that PrEP would create you know, a climate of comfort among gay men and straight people too, where they will abandon condoms. Well, guess what? My parents abandoned condoms and so did yours, right? Nobody's shaming them. Let's look at the rates of condom use. So condoms are not used by the majority of both gay and straight men. So we look at these reports from uh, Australia and we compare them to China, Ecuador, other Asian countries, North America, and we find that condom use is less than half if you go back to your sexual partners over the last year, I think everybody in the room will, not everybody, but according to the statistics, more than half of you will admit to having condomless sex at least once. And by, if, does everyone want to admit that? No. All right. Yeah. Okay, at least you once. Got me. Yeah. No. Right, so now we want to know if condom use is on the decline, like this study in Australia is showing, well, are, we, are there other safer sex methods that work to prevent HIV? Well, yes, we talked about U equals U. PrEP works better than condoms. So are those on the increase? And that's my concern. My concern is that people enjoy condomless sex without investigating other safer sex methods that work even better. So this gives us greater need to get the message of U equals U out and PrEP. By the way, 93% of people on PrEP don't experience a single side effect. All right? And Long the most the no long-term side effects, all reversible. So if you discontinue the medication, everything goes back to normal. We would not put people on this medication if they had permanent side effects. But let's stay on the positive messages, which we have great tools to prevent HIV transmission. Right now in the pharmacy, meds expert where I am, we have the tools to end new HIV infections. And the big problem why it doesn't come out is because of access and awareness and all the stigma that we have in our and community. And I still hear people using the term I mean, how, how, how do you, and I'm, I'm curious even people in the audience, how one, because we talk about safe sex. To me, I'm on prep. Me too. So, can't I'm shocked. It. No, I'm kidding. Even if I, I want to be, but I can't afford it. And we're, we're, well, that's why we're here tonight. <laughs> that, uh, um, are you, I'm, I'm. Let okay. me say something. Okay, go ahead. I, I just want, because this is, I, I understand and I agree Van's with you. like and mind blown right now. Um, Taking notes. I'm just, so, I'm not on PrEP. I'm thinking of going on it. I was afraid of side effects. I read, now I'm convinced. So I think, like, I think, you know, I, you, and I really agree with everything you're saying. However, does sex always have to be penetration? And, you know, when we had no, I remember in 95, 92, when we were scared shitless of it, 1990, we changed our practices. We wore condoms when necessary, but then sex changed wasn't always about penetration. And it was, fl I flourished that way, and it was still fun. Well, well, what's up? We have With a diverse community. And the great, <laughs> thing <laughs> the great thing about our diverse community is hashtag. that we have diverse forms of sexuality, we have diverse forms of sex, and now we finally have diverse forms of safer sex practices. There's no now such you're thing back as to your prep thing. No, I'm not. Absolutely not. U equals U is not about prep. And I keep repeating that. Every time people bring me on to these shows, they want to talk about prep, prep, prep. And I'm telling you, we have the ability to stop new HIV transmissions by testing and treating those that are HIV positive. We can end an epidemic in our community. So the second thing you can add to that is prep. And far third, way behind both of them, is the effectiveness of condoms and anal sex. You're talking about anal sex, and I'm telling you, you can negotiate your safer sex practices with your partner. I, so no I one know. is saying that it has to be penetrative. And then let's also talk about what are the reasons why guys won't use a condom? 
Give me some examples. Comfort, of course. Not, not only. It feels better. Okay, that's also comfort and pleasure. What else? We talked allergies. about on our last... Allergies to latex. Anything else? They have. They have non-latex. Non reasons latex. why guys don't use condoms. Too far or across the room. They you don't can't. Get it. There you go. The it. number one reason... <laughs> Do you want to know what the number one drug, unfortunately, I, I'm here to talk about something like HIV, but the number one drug that I sell around this season is Viagra. Because condoms kill right. erections with a lot of guys. I hadn't thought of Constricts that. that, yeah. Oh, Another yeah. thing is, yeah. Well, I've never used Viagra. I don't need also, it Also, condoms break, right? Are condoms 100%? No. Do condoms ever slip off? So the thing is, there are rates of condom failure, and we've been studying them for years. Uh, if I had something, if condoms were the end-all, be-all of safer sex practices, I'd sit here and do the whole safer sex practice uh, message that you got in grade seven. But I'm here to tell you we have something that works better. And whether you want to use condoms or not, that's up to you. Whether you want to have penetrative sex or not, that's up to you. This is a negotiation with your sexual partners, but you know what else should be a negotiation? What other safer sex practices are out there? What else is in the toolbox? Are you undetectable? Are you on prep? Do you know about this? When was the last time you were tested? Do you know your status? Absolutely. It's not about do what's your status anymore. It's about how recently do you know your status of. Um. So if you're undetectable as of recent, great. If you're on prep as of recent, great. There's no reason to shame guys anymore for, for any reason. It's a negotiation. Thank there you. you go. So if people want more information about U equals U, where can they find that online? So everything can be found at medsexpert, M-E-D-S-E-X-P-E-R-T dot C-A or medsexpert on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. But uh, I want you to also follow the hashtags of U equals U and find out more for yourselves about why this is important to spread this message in our community this year because of AIDS activism, guys. This is something we're commemorating, but we still have a lot of work to do. And my last note is, join me at the AIDS Walk in September when we demand better coverage for these medications from our governments. In some provinces, it's covered 100%, and it makes me sad to sit among other gay men who say to me, I would be on it if I could afford it, but I can't. So we have places to go. I'm not just going to bring pride to be celebratory. I think some of our political groups have taught us in the past that access and fairness isn't there yet in our community. We need to fight until we can all be safe and we can all have equal access to the tools that we need to have a healthier and stronger queer community. Thank you, Michael Fanous. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash thepointguys, and we will be right back. And now it's time for Tito's Midpoint. Yay! Yay! Yeah. But before we do that, I want to welcome our guest co-host, friend of the show, and most fabulous, Fatality! Thank you! Hey! hey. Loving that pink hair, boo! Yeah. Faye is on point it's tonight. It's on point, giving me Nick yes. Minaj. So, Tito, what Midpoint game are we playing today? Today we're playing on point because fashion gets people talking. <laughs> and it's, a, it's fashion from the Tony Awards that and, just happened. And how does this ago. work? You have a paddle and it's either on point or off and you tell me how you feel about the look. All right. This is from okay. the Tony Awards? You guys have lots of opinions about looks. And I want to, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's hear what you guys say. Let's see, okay, but go, let's get started. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so we have, first up, the host of the award show is Sarah Bareilles. On point. Oh. I think that's good. I would even do the one with Sarah Bareilles and, uh, yeah, yeah. and Josh Groban oh, we when they switched costumes from when Josh Groban was dressed as uh, as waitress Jenna from Waitress and she was dressed as his character from Natasha. I, I, I have to say we're doing the Tony Awards. Doug, one of our straight guys, 
is the biggest musical theater queen. Yeah. It's true. I literally, okay, so, so here, just a quick side note. I spent the afternoon cleaning my apartment and that's I was so blasting normal. the. No, the Mean Girls soundtrack. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was just about to say. To the new Mean Girls awesome. musical. There's a Mean Girls musical? Yeah, there yes. is, and See, it is awesome. I don't know nothing about musical. <laughs> it's only so on YouTube. Good. I downloaded it. I watched, I watched it already. It's, it's, it's actually it's pretty good. good. It's great. Tina so Fey check wrote it, out. it as well, just like the movie. So it's She did the book, yeah, yeah, and her husband wrote the music, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay, it's great. And, who, and who's next, Tito? Next, we have Anna Wintour. Now, who I know she's someone in the Edi- fashion world. Editor in chief of Vogue magazine. Okay, I don't there like the go. yellow. So she no, yeah, should same. be the say all be all. Like she should be telling us. But what's what, good. then what? she shows up wearing that. I like the haircut. But in this point, I think it's an off. I think it's yeah. an off. Yeah. yeah. Audience, yeah. on point. Good or hair off though. Point. Shout it out. My sister, who was a fashion fashionista. Yeah. Right. She says on. So you, you like it? I have to change my view. It's a look. Who says on point? I, say on I point. do That's like the point. I do like the haircut. Yeah, the haircut's like the haircut. very good. I like the haircut. Well, she'll never change That's that. Yeah, she'll never change that. The yellow, she, yellow is not her haircut is like yellow is not her color. Are we sure about? I feel like it would be better. Definitely. Next we have Hamish. Bowles, Bowles. Okay. Oh. First of all... He is the European editor-at-large for the American edition of Vogue. It's too nice. He looks like the backdrop. Yeah, he's blending. He's in camouflage. He's trying to be up-and-coming Hugh Hefner. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to do a Hugh Hefner, but like over the top. He looks surprised that he's dressed the way he's dressed. Yeah. I think he walked out in his bedroom with a tire. He didn't even realize what was going on. I love it because I want him as my rug. I just, I, I just love it. That I, I understand. Just, yeah, I get that. It's fabulous. I, well, He's the backdrop, so I have to say the backdrop is really unappealing to begin with. What then to like flowers. wear so the backdrop no, no, no. is not a good thing. <laughs> that backdrop is so nice. It's flowers. The backdrop is actually gorgeous if you're wearing a very plain dress. Yeah. But that's, yeah. it's just too much then for your like eyes. It should print. just be too like much. a plain white I can't background. look at it anymore, Tito. Mm-hmm. All right, next we have... Canadian Tatiana Maslany. Oh, on point. Oh, She's always on point for everyone. Very nice, very nice. Uh, once again, ignorantly. Well, who's she? She was on Orphan she Black. She was Orphan, Orphan Black. Black. Orphan Black, yeah. Black, okay. She also <laughs> was Aziz Ansari's love interest on I, And I like the, the, like, I love the, like, the, the design. The, the doctor oh, without borders in doctor. In Italy, she was the Italian. No, on Parks and Rec, different show. Yeah. Got it. No, wait. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Never mind. Next, we have Claire Danes and Hugh Dancy. Yes. Oh, yes. both of them. That, I've loved Claire Danes no, since I was like 12 years old. She looks horrible. What is that? I'm looking no, at looks, him only. Yeah, that's same. He oh, looks handsome. Like him. He looks handsome. Yeah, he, but yeah. what is that? Is she, pre- she's she pregnant? She's pregnant. She okay, but still. Yeah, yeah. okay. The, the she looks a hell of a lot better than that. What, what do you want? You would, Why are yeah. there two oh, frills? Is it one for the child and one for her? Like, there's what is going oh, I'm on? I'm dead. I don't know. She's just... <laughs> like, that part there just... No. I don't, you don't know. Like I don't it, know no? what that no. is. It's like okay. a clown costume. <laughs> I like it. If you're pregnant, you can't get upset. She's pregnant. She's giving... Yeah, but a Beyonce's pregnant... When Beyonce's pregnant, she looks fucking bad. No, Beyonce did not look good pregnant. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Oh, Next Do you we know have where Catherine we are? McPhee. Ooh, that's oh, nice. she looks that's great. I like that. Oh, fabulous, fabulous. fabulous. Love Catherine McPhee. See, doesn't that look cute. good with the backdrop? Yeah. That yeah. does look good for the, right. She dressed for the backdrop. Do yeah, these the people? Backdrop. Okay, she has flowers on her dress too. Do, and they, do, they, do they know what? The, oh, Tito, do they know what the backdrop is before they? Oh, girl, I don't know. No, they don't. Because <laughs> she looks good with the black so. uh, with the backdrop. Yeah, yeah, with the backdrop. Yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> As opposed to that. Oh my God! Stop, my stop putting that in our face. My favorite still. 
That's going to haunt me like Babadook. That is Baba Shook. I wish we had the Babadook Dan, you here. actually like that? For real? Actually? I said I'd well, like said him as my rug. Oh, it's his rug. It's condescending. Actually, he looks like he's wearing a rug. Yeah. That's what he is. Yeah. But that's he what he's saying. Move in. Next, we have Carrie Washington. Yeah, that's, oh, that's very yes. elegant. Yeah, yes. I like it. Yes. What do you think, fashion woman? Oh, wait. Hold on. Fashionista Stephanie, what do we say? What do you think? Steph is never trash carry. Stephanie says yes. I would never trash carry Washington. I'm with Lee's sister on this. On point. Holy shit, she looks so good. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Yes. All right, next we have a gay couple. They're both, I think they met on Broadway. I like that, too. Michael Arden and Andy. I have a problem with the shoes. Yeah. Why? First, who are they? I get that, the shoes. Yeah, the shoes aren't great, but the rest of it's Who are they? No, they are actors and they are on uh, in musicals they met you see okay. I, doing a musical together I just and why that. is he wearing a metallic kilt yeah. it's a look why not I, that's a good question and the yeah. shoes are they meant to be pretty no they're meant to make a statement I think and you it, it better, damn makes uh, a damn statement you could have made you. a better statement then the you think you're right maybe you're right. Right. you know what at least it's toenails the statement is are we supposed to see the toes or not I like the blue suit what He's giving me mixed signals. Are we yeah. supposed to see the toes? I don't know. I think he couldn't find his it's shoes peek-a-boo. and decided to just wrap his feet in electrical tape before he left the house. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, yeah. And, and then go. again, I would I really like hate everything about it. Look. No. He was on Smash. And? Can we talk oh, about how great Smash McPhee. was? It's a oh, yes. Actually, no, we can't. Smash. Yes. Smash. Smash. Bombshell, the musical. Yes. Yes. Love that. What did he get? Oh, my God, I can't. Okay, next. It's not good. Next, we have Tina Fey. Oh, I like it. Very similar to Carrie Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar like to Carrie Washington. Yeah. A little flapper. But this is worse, but it's good. I think it's cute. Right? I think she looks adorable. Classy. It's very classy, like yeah. Tito just said. Very classy. Okay, next we have Tiffany Haddish. It okay. Girl. It girl. Is I think that's now. good. Yeah. I do not like this. She should not have yeah. worn like. Okay. A, maybe I a, like be- maybe a belt. Can someone a belt like it? A belt. You like it? Can someone explain to me why she said that somebody bit Beyonce's because ear? Because somebody did, and she didn't up. say who did it. But she now she's did. saying who did yeah, it. Yeah, she did. Well, Beyonce is very upset that she said anything to begin with. Beyonce does not want her to speak on her at all. If you're part of Beyonce's girl squad, why are you like? Talking smack in the way that she doesn't want you to talk. She's not. She problem. just met her the first time for that night. Exactly. She didn't know the decorum. She didn't know. <laughs> you don't know. The, you, you don't, don't know like the decorum of bitching about someone. Come on. Exactly. Speaking I mean, of. Oh my God! <laughs> running to the paparazzi. Oh my God! Somebody bit Beyonce's ear. Like, hey, wait, and I'm not wait, gonna wait. tell you who. But Speaking you of. Told us that somebody yeah. bit Beyonce. I have so an announcement. It was Taylor oh. Swift. Oh, Beyonce and Jay released an album today, so I don't know why I'm here right now, but it just came out. <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. Right okay, now. great. Next. Dad. That's no, your pop of the week, isn't it? Something Next, we have with. Rachel Bloom. Nope. Okay, what is... No, what? No, no, let, me, no. let me explain. Okay, okay. Tito Next. has an explanation. <laughs> She's wearing a t-shirt with the face of... Let me read this. Hold on. Broadway legend Stephen Sondheim. Sondheim. Okay. And there yeah, you go. Sodom is right. That's, it don't look good. <laughs> and why it, does she have like a heart and like the pulmonary system on her skirt? You I thought what? it was a carrot. She's and what's that thing on her nipple? It was a too. What's the thing on the nipple? I think it's a little hard. Dirt. No, it's it's a it's a peck on the nipple. No, no, no. It's it's, dirty. it's a cigar. I, <laughs> like it's the guy smoking, and she that's the a, end of a cigar. I actually yeah. think we she found had, an outfit <laughs> worse. Oh no, worse than that. 
Um, you, no. love, you love oh. to go back you to You try to tease no me with that one all the time. <laughs> I know, he okay. loves I'm, it. I'm half up. erect. Just uh-huh. oh my God. Quarter chub. Okay. Only half? <laughs> Tito. All right, last we have. Oh. oh. Yes, 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 yes. Love it. Yes, 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 yes. Can I say their names? Matt yeah. Boner. Jim Parsons. Wait, his name's really Boner? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bomber. 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 Okay. <laughs> Andrew Reynolds and Zachary Quinto. Oh, yeah. They're all they amazing. How sweet. Awesome and, How sweet. And the show that they're in? They're uh, like the male wait, Spice Girls. Yeah. Oh, they actually... <laughs> are they all gay? Yeah, they're all gay. They're all gay. I already recognized it. Fashionista Stephanie, yeah. what do we say about this? Yeah. yeah. Actually, four thumbs, thumbs up. up. They look amazing. Eight thumbs up? Eight. Yeah, Eight. there you go. 27 thumbs up. Let's uh, just But, but Tito, Nobody asked me to do math. Tito, well, they don't look as good as you. Stroke his ego true. a little bit and more. And thank you, Tito, for today's <laughs> midpoint. Yeah. Yay. And now it's time for our next talking point, lights, costume, action. And for this, we, this is very exciting. I told you we're here, part of Nui Rose, the, the festival of queer art and performance. And we have actually with us one of those artists and performers, Charlena Russell. Thank you, Kat. And Charlena, you are a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, multimedia artist. Um, what, what, what were you doing today? Um, I was performing my, um, I guess you could call it an arts installation. Um, so I had uh, my violin, trumpet, loop pedal, ukulele, um, singing with vocal layers um, and layering it with uh, like beatboxing and different things like that. It's kind of a jazzy electronic type of music, um, wearing this sound-activated light suit, which I made with the wonderful Bernie Road. Yes, and, and uh, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, inventor? Yes. Bernie Road. Uh, you helped her with the suit. So what, 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 what is special about this suit? Uh, uh, well... Yeah, into the mic. Um, what's special is uh, we are from totally different planets, and we work together to create this thing, uh, it was, it's our first project, well, it's our first real making project together, and uh, it, it's like, we, we come from so different backgrounds in, 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 well, you name it, in generation, in gender, in uh, education and work history, and we're able to combine skills, and Charlena designed the, the, the dress, the costume, and Bernie made the electronics, the circuit and programming. So, so what is the? Actually, can you stand up for a second? Yeah, of course. Um, so what? What? What is with the electronics? You can wow. talk to them. They oh. go with sound. It's for music, musical performance. It's a stage prop. Uh, it's based on something like this, and we can change colors. La 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 la. So it changed like, it, with the music. It goes with music or any sound. Oh. Sing us a song. La la la, da da, la la la. la. So it's it's like in a dark room and on a dark stage. Very cool. Wow. Very cool. That is on point. (laughs) That is on point. 
Um, so you were also uh, filming a music video, is that correct? Uh, yes, so part of the show, instead of having stage lights, because it needs to be dark so that the lights are effective, mm -hmm. um, this would look way cooler if we turned off all the lights, but um, we have video projections. I don't trust this crowd to turn no, off the yeah, lights. We'll, we'll keep them on, we'll keep them on. <laughs> but uh, I have a video projection that's projected onto me, um, and it's kind of special because I thought up this... Um, this suit while I was biking and camping and writing songs all over Iceland in 2016. I was there for 23 days and it was a goal of mine since I was 12 when I read a Bjork interview that she had done that. So I was like, I want to do that. Um, so it, is, it is, actually, now that you yeah. say it, it is Bjorkish. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so on that journey, I was traveling alone and had a lot of time to think about where I wanted to take my art. And I realized that singing a song doesn't, you know, doesn't bring the audience fully into what I have going on in my head. So I wanted the video projections and I wanted, you know, and, and having responsive lights that, that are basic, like they're a living organism pretty much. This is like a plant growing out of my, my shoulder that's singing back and responding and you guys get to see that. And it, even if you're deaf, you're gonna get something out of the performance because you've got the video to look at. So to answer your question, um, I was filming today. I had three different GoPros. And um, at the end of the performance, I asked, what is art to you? What is Nui Rose to you? And what is pride to you? And um, what I'm going to do is compilate uh, the video footage. And I'm going to make a little video out of it. So Wow. That's wonderful. Actually, those are interesting questions. How would you answer those questions? Well, um, art to me is, is self-expression. It is therapy, it is healing, um, and it is inspiring. Um, it can be used as love or as a weapon. So it's really whatever you make it, which is why I love it so much. Um, Nui Rose to me is, uh, it's like finding my tribe for like one night. It's like queer artists and avant-garde and it's just, yeah, it's, uh, to me it's, it's, it is pride, very much so because it's even uh, more existential, and uh, I think Nui Rose is very beautiful, so. And yeah. what is pride to you? Um, pride to me is not being afraid to be who you are. It's, um, it's coming together, and um, obviously there's still many, many differences with um, being someone in the queer community, so many different viewpoints, but it's bringing us all together and going, hey, we have this one thing in common. And then to me, Pride is also uh, bringing our allies together because not yep. everyone at Pride is queer mm -hmm. or they're not even ready to come out yet. So it's, it's bringing really community together and um, it symbolizes acceptance for everything, regardless of your age, gender. Um, when the video is ready, where will people be able to see it? Um, they'll be able to see it on YouTube, on my website, charlina-russell.com. I'll be sharing it with the folks at Nui Rose, so it'll be all over the place. And if people are interested in your music, hearing some of it, where can they go? Um, iTunes, Spotify, you can go to my website and listen to all of my music for free, charlina-russell.com. And I'm on Instagram. So Great. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, thank Charlina you. Russell and Burning Road. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash thepointguys. We'll be back right after this. Nice. 
And that brings us to our next talking point, spinning a yarn. Once again, we are at Nui Rose, a festival of queer art and performance, and we have another artist here at Nui Rose, Mikey Anderson. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys. Now, you, uh, you came in from Chicago Ooh. with yes. some of your art. Go Chicago. Actually, I want to know. I love Chicago. Chi-town. Chi-town. Uh, Chicago pizza. That was Chi-town. I don't know. I just said that. That's just, <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, tell us, uh, I have uh, some examples of your work up here. I know it's hanging at a, at a gallery um, oh, they're so cute. nearby. Um, tell us about your, your work. Okay, so this is kind of weird being on a microphone, but I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> You got this, you got this. So these are some of my embroidered pieces that I was doing. Um, so I'm also an art therapist. I'm starting to, starting to be an art therapist, so I was just finishing up an internship at a women's identified shelter. And so while I was working there, um, I started creating these embroideries, kind of taking on the secondary trauma of working with um, some of the homeless women. And I was specifically working with trans women um, and creating more spaces, more LGBTQ spaces in the shelter um, for the women. And so we would hold um, like knitting circles, sewing circles, which has its own history in like feminism and feminist sewing circles. Um, and so these two pieces are at Artscape Young Place right now. What's, um, um, what is an art therapist? Like, so like, make this thing and forget your troubles. Like, I don't, I genuinely <laughs> don't know what an art therapist is. Okay, so, it's kind of like a therapist who uses art. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. No further explanation required. So like, Got it. I'd put a piece of paper out and maybe you'd, like, draw something and we'd talk about it. Or, like, when I was working with the women, um, they would embroider, like, pillows. And so what we'd talk about is, like, the symbolism of the pillow. But actually, then, the pillows were something that they could use um, when they would go out onto the streets of Chicago, which are extremely harsh. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's, like... Because within when you're exposed to trauma, you don't always have words. And so that Got way, it. art helps to bring the trauma out in a nonverbal way. Um, that's like the smart-ish way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what was behind, like these two pieces, a lot of your pieces, I mean, they have this look, um, but what's, what's behind um, the art? Is it the experience at the, the shelter? I think it's both the experience of the shelter, also like, being able to also engage in like self-care. And so the pieces were also inspired by Keith Haring. Um, okay. And so that's where there are all these like kind of like funky little characters that are kind of breaking in half and they're touching also, dicks. Yeah, touching dicks. Yeah. <laughs> dick rainbow. Um, <laughs> Hashtag dick, dick rainbow. rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, I if I was a Detective during Pride, that would be my name. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Dick Rainbow. <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's where some of those were coming from. This is like part of my my art therapy stuff, but I also make. They're also kind of inspired by toys that I make as well, and so. Which I love. I didn't know about these until I met you, and they're called Yarnies, right? Yeah. So I make. 
these guys. Oh my god. And oh my god. Can so I buy good. all of them? I want one. And I'm currently making some queer puppets right now to do some work with LGBT youth. Are there a lot of straight puppets? Yeah, there are, there are <laughs> a lot of straight puppets. But um and also like kids told me I was funnier when I had a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> um but Yarnies are they're my it's like my handmade business that I started like seven years ago with um they initially started with Cynthia Raleigh, who's a fashion designer, and then it went on to being more of like um my own little business. Cool. How many Yarnies have you made? Like Thousands. Oh my god! <laughs> like so literal can we, thousands. Can we, can we just buy? How long does it take you to like make a yarn? It's like how long does it take? Like a couple hours. Usually I'll sew like twenty at a time, and then cut twenty at a time, and then have someone stuff them, and then basically it's like a little assembly line of toy making within my apartment with my rabbit and roommate. <laughs> What's your favorite animal to make? Um. So far, it's been a sloth and a unicorn. A sloth? <laughs> yeah. So cute. I like the pug. Yeah. Pug's very cute, I too. I like the pug. I also do dog portraits, so if you ever need your dog turned into Shout a out to my plushie. Pug. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Do, do people say to you, like, here's a picture, or do you meet the dog? And Yeah, and like, I just did one for, um, actually, it was a gay couple. They had, lab- like, a history of Labradors together. And so I made every single Labrador plus Labradors plushies that look like this for all their friends and family. Oh, my God. That's adorable. (laughs) That's adorable. So if people want to buy one of your yarnies, order one, because you do... Me, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What is your website? Yarniesloveyou.com. Oh, and okay. it's L-U-V, not L-O-V. Of course it of course is. It, is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could only be cuter if it was love. Yeah. <laughs> Yarnies love you. It's so, so great. If, so if great. That's right. It's, your website address is as adorable as you are. Aww. Aww. I'm blushing. Aww. <laughs> Thank you very much. Mikey Anderson. Yeah. Subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash thepointguys. And that brings us back for our next talking point, Arrested Movement. And to talk about Arrested Movement is internationally acclaimed photographer, Anthony Patrick Manieri. How are you? I'm just... It's me. Yes. Uh, Anthony, you've been on the show before to talk about your work, uh, particularly your (coughs) series called Arrested Movement. For those who don't know, what is Arrested Movement? How did this come about? (laughs) Uh, it's a photo, it's a portrait series uh, with a, um, on positive body image for, um, and also initi- uh, it's an awareness initiative as well for men. It's to include men in the narrative uh, of, pos- of, body Im- of body issues in the media, really. Because when it's discussed in the media, it's a woman's topic, which is fine, but I believe we all struggle from, it's a human issue, I believe, so it's, we all struggle from it. So I'm just trying to create dialogue and include that in the narrative, so... So how did it, now, if I remember correctly, this was the first photograph you took in the series? Yes, that was shot in London, England. Where? In London? London. Okay. And you weren't expecting it to be a series, correct? No. So I was was there working, 
Um, he was an old, he was a, an ex dancer, so he was doing a lot of jumps. And I asked him, like, "Oh, can you do that again?" It kind of inspired me, and I said, "Can you take your clothes off and do that?" And he do you know it. how many times I've tried that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm inspired. Take your clothes off. It's uh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Do it. It's uh, it's a little different when you have a camera in your hand. Actually, people really listen to you when you. I've have a tried that in your too. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Your phone camera doesn't, <laughs> phone doesn't work. Phone doesn't right. count. IPhone doesn't camera count. doesn't count. Okay, fine. So uh, I, gave him the, I gave him the image, and he posted it, and it kind of went viral. So it kind of gave me an inkling that there was obviously some interest in this. And uh, when I came back to Toronto, I decided to do work on a, a portrait series with a, with a small little gallery show. And I put a call out for men to, to come out, and 36 men came out, and they were driving through snowstorms that day. And a lot of them, I would ask them, like, you know, why did you, why did you come today? You know, I asked if, if, uh, like five specific people to partake, and I just needed another five people. So I was inundated with the amount of people who showed up. So um, they all had pretty much the same thing to say in the respect that, you know, this is an important topic. It's completely out of my box, and it's, and it's going to do good for people in the, in the environment, especially in the LGBT community. So... And it, what was fascinating to me when I discovered this, and, and I had told you this off camera, I first learned about, you're based in Toronto. Yes. But I first learned about you online uh, from a website based in the UK. Yes. I was like, how, how, do, I, how do we not know about, about you here? Uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, no. <laughs> so so I, I reached out to you on, on Facebook, but it, what's fascinating to me is that this then grew from there and that you've gotten so much international attention yes. about this and, and people are contacting you just... Well, as far as I've gotten a lot of organic press yeah. already, the, 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 the series isn't finished yet. Uh, I probably have about five or six more cities that I've initially wanted to go to. Um, and it, through social media, which I think is one of the biggest problems with body issues. Um, yeah, Tito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop looking all flawless and make everybody feel bad about themselves. Good times, good times. <laughs> Worst. Actually, no, it's not. It's, no, the, uh, sorry to interrupt. The reason why I said Tito is because you always look at these, like, steroid bodies on Instagram and go, why don't I look like that? And it's Some of like, them are not steroids. <laughs> you're always like airing out See, Tito's laundry for everyone. <laughs> Tito, what happened to that rash you had? We talked Did about you get this. that cream no. you ordered? No, no, uh, I, no. We've talked about this before, and we've talked about this before on the show. It's this that the fact that social media, particularly Instagram, mm -hmm. reinforces mm -hmm. this idea of perfection. Yeah. See, the thing is, I don't think that's perfection. I think that's more sexy than a muscle guy in six pack. No, I and agree. I'm not. I'm not yeah, that's the point of that specific picture. Right yeah, there. <laughs> nailed it. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not arguing. I'm saying that <clears throat> I. Th I think a lot. I, I think why what your work, why your work is so important, is because it, it, takes, bodies that we don't think of as, oh my God, he's so hot, right, and yeah. eroticizes them in a way that, yeah, that's friggin' hot. Yeah. And the six-pack, steroid muscle, who cares? That's not what makes people sexy. Mm -hmm. That's what your work, to me, says. Mm -hmm. um, Thanks. I mean, unless I'd I'm getting it. that wrong. No, it's great. I think yeah. you thought, too. I did. I did it. 
I totally hate ass. But like I mean, it's, a husband. Not, it's not just for bigger guys. It's for it's for everyone. No, for, and in fact, I, I I mean, here's another one of your photos. Um, you've had um people reach out to you though, and yes. have and have um emotional reactions. Yes. Uh, can you tell us a bit about that? So on set, I've had emotional reactions from people. They've approached me and uh, they wanted to thank me for doing this and have been including them. Uh, they, a few instances, one gentleman approached me and said, I want to let you know why I came today. Uh, he was dealing with some terminal uh, diseases and uh, recently diagnosed, I think, diabetic. And his body had changed with chemotherapy and things like that. And he said, I wanted, I, I came because this is a really important topic, and I also wanted there to be proof that I existed. Wow. So, um, having that said to me was, is, um, was amazing, but it was a lot to take initially. It's the message that I want people to get from this, definitely, but to actually now have people say it to me on a constant basis. So I'm, I'm getting messages pretty much daily from people around the world thanking me uh, for creating this platform. Um, and sharing their stories with me. Well, if people are interested in taking a look at your work, contacting you, how do they do that? So they can find me at arrestedmovement.com. There's a new website uh, that should be out in the, hopefully in the next two or three weeks. I was hoping for Pride, but uh, oh, you can also find me on Instagram at arrestedmovement. Great. Well. Yeah. well, thank you very thank much. You. Thank you. Photographer Anthony Patrick Manieri, don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> and now it's time for our next talking point, a grand old flag. Oh, God. So. Okay. Let's get into it. A designer in Oregon has come up with a new design for the rainbow flag. I don't really think it's new. I've seen it before. Well, Daniel Quasar is proposing a new progress-focused design for the rainbow flag. The design oh, puts white, pink, light blue, brown, and black stripes in an arrow on the left of the six-striped rainbow flag. Each of those, they, um, uh, the, the light blue, pink, and white come from the transgender flag. The brown and black stripes represent people of color, as well as those living with AIDS, those no longer living, and the stigma surrounding them, writes wow. Quasar. Mm. I have a question. But didn't all of those things... We have a lot of Weren't questions. those all okay. included in the original rainbow flag? Wasn't that the well, whole you're point? You're speaking on behalf of all of us, because that's exactly what I was going to ask. I, yeah, Thank I you. I don't know. Doesn't it represent everybody? The also, rain- I thought it the was The rainbow just... flag. It's a rainbow. It's a spectrum prism yeah. of all colors. Doesn't that, re- doesn't that mean everyone all? It's not as inclusive. I, as I, I, I mean, I would think so, but... I have a money question. So this person... Can I have some money? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where can I find it? Um, So this person's Kickstarter campaign for uh, out of his $18,000 goal has raised $26,000 to create this flag. What? (laughs) (laughs) Where do you get money? Make a flag. I guess. Is there any... Does anybody have any... Yeah, where's this money going? What's it for? Huh? Well, the, the, I it's guess true. in order to create the flag... Okay, so it, it's mostly to produce nylon flags that are three feet wide and five feet long. 
So that's the thing. Oh, He's not just uh, like, oh, I shouldn't actually. I just said he. It notes they. in this article uh, on LGBTQ Nation that Daniel Quasar goes by the pronoun they. Z. Z. Um, so my apologies for saying he. Uh, so I'm just going to say Quasar because um, that's easier. And I won't Puzzled screw it up. In the You're not going to offend nobody, so uh, go yeah. with that. And you don't um, want to offend him because isn't a quasar the most powerful force in the universe? Oh yeah, something like that. Quasar yeah, that's does like sound a, like an level. Ultra, so, like so ultra number it's one. Like a, it's, it's a celestial to, body. It's to, uh, so the, the money is being raised in order to print and produce the flag and distribute it. The question being... Is this something, I mean, why people would give money to it? I don't know. I don't no, I would give money to it. I just need to know. Because it's inclusive to, like, those specific groups. And they yeah, need to maybe. Be, like, yeah, but they already have their own flags. Right. Yeah, uh, Faye, you, you actually, uh, you, you addressed this on, on Facebook. Uh, what's your take on this? Well, no, because uh, originally I only saw the flag with just the brown and the black. And I'm like, why do you really need that? I mean, as a black gay person, I don't really care about, like, I, I mean, the whole brown and black thing was just to represent people of color. I get that, but. The rainbow flag is the LGBT. LGB. Also, is it not the ultimate exactly. color? Exactly. Like, Did you feel left color. out before, I, Faye? I don't what? know. Did you feel left out before? I didn't care. No, it wasn't. The, it I personally <laughs> like the flag because there's my not skin a color. No, yeah. it's it's not a single like I've never met a purple, blue, green, yellow, exactly. olive, red Thank person. Thank you. Thank you. That's you know right. what I mean? So it's not like an oh no, right. I was and not like, on that flag. And oh, the rainbow flag just gives you joy. I mean, adding the black and the brown just makes it like mess. I thought they had. I thought the whole point was that it didn't have anything to do with race at all. It didn't represent any particular race. Well, but it was that's, all the other. But that's uh, that's the thing. Do, do sexuality yeah. and such. Yeah. Do LGBT. Like I mean, Faye. Obviously, yeah. you fall into this category. But do LGBTQ people of color feel like they are left out of the rainbow flag? I feel like they feel left out of yes. everywhere else except the flag. No, I feel like they totally <laughs> do. That's why it's being well, invented. Well, let's find out. Or we should talk to somebody who actually is that. So, Faye? Oh, yeah. Excuse me. I mean, I don't, but I mean, I, I, there's probably tons of people in America who probably do, because they're probably just trying to get their own point out. But I mean, I don't. Uh-huh. Or is this a situation where it's sort of like the left is trying to pick at something that's not really a problem yeah, exactly. and not really be focusing energy on I the bigger struggles and things that actually are exactly. like really important to the community. Like the racism within the LGBTQ yes. community. I hear about it, you know, um, I hear about it a lot. Oh, uh, completely. Yeah. From black and brown yeah. civilians mm-hmm. who are you know, transgendered or gay. Yeah, even they have issues with racism within it. With so even in the why community. Why don't we tackle yeah. those problems first? They, yeah. they did. They put it on a flag. Now it's solved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's masking the Everybody actual pack issue. Up, we're done. Exactly. Point. Yeah. But it's causing awareness. That's the whole point. <laughs> For example, Amazon mm. about a month ago started selling a straight pride oh flag. My. First of all, this oh is the my ugly god. Ugly. This is the most plain I, ass, ugly ass. Let's see what's interesting this about like this it's a in pin any way. On if this a is gonna represent Airlines me, I don't want it. It don't look good. Hostess. Also, we don't need anything like straight uh, heterosexuals. I don't think we need anything yeah, to we're, represent. We're doing us. all right. We're representing yeah. the world, to we're, be honest. I don't think we need anything extra. Why are we competing with fine. also why the, is the pride why flag? Is, I don't why think is heterosexuality representing the world then? What do you mean by that? Say what? The majority of people are the majority. Yeah. What's the question? Heterosexuals are the majority of the world. Mm. Yeah. Or at least yeah. represent the representation. Statistically, it's is. true. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, uh, the, the reviews <laughs> on Amazon after they started selling the flag from a company called 1000 Flags. Okay. Either that or Families First. It's got to be something about they, families. Uh, 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 online reviews were not favorable. Uh, one Twitter user said, straight pride is seemingly as beige as most straight people's personalities. Yeah. Mm. Oh, they're not wrong. That should be the flag. Cool. Beige. <laughs> well, Some people uh, like but turkey that is burgers. A beige ass. It's a boring ass. The flag should be different colors of beige. Is this not a black? Is this a black no, and white photograph? No, 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 it's not a black and white photograph. This is a bad screen. This is just like purple and stuff. Um, it was it was labeled homophobic. Uh, one one setter. Um, the irony of a straight pride flag being an eyeshadow palette. Dead. <laughs> I would buy that collection, to be honest. Sephora, so. And why does the straight pride flag look like a Sephora <laughs> eyeshadow for beginners? Yes! Oh my god. It it's like Sephora. it's the same as like men's rights group. That, that's not a thing. Not Men a don't thing need men's rights. And they're running well, not the majority, world. but we've run no, the goddamn world for so long. So many we're, we're, we've had our chance. So whatever problems you have, you'll probably cause them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You'll be You've happy to know that after all the outrage, Amazon pulled it, and they are yeah. not no longer selling. Thank the you, straight. Jeff Bezos. Is there a straight? Yeah. Is there a straight pl- pride yarny? Can is that a no? What? Is there a straight pride yarny that I could get? Oh my god! What uh, is you'll a have to talk they tried to do a straight pride a couple years. I think they're. That just sounds like the most awkward but why, walk okay, ever. But this is. I, I, I just want yes, one more question on this. Why is it that? There are people, movements, whatever, that feel like they need straight pride. Because if we get something, they want something. Because they don't understand that they already have all of the things that the marginalized groups are fighting for and have been fighting for and, you know, have have been oppressed. Yeah. It's like white, yeah, white people not recognizing that they have these systemic advantages. They only wanted it when gay people started having it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I went back to the 1820s. If I went back to the 18, it was not going to be like, oh, we were just celebrating straight pride 20 minutes ago while curing typhus. When I see drunk straight people walking down the street wearing green funny hats, I think this is your straight pride. (laughs) Hashtag basic. (laughs) Really? Don't forget. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash the point. Guys, we'll be right back. All right. Bye. And now it's time for our next talking point, bottom-up pricing. Okay, so a New York City sex club, gay sex club, has a controversial, controversial pricing policy. It's $65 to enter if you're a bottom but only twenty-five dollars if you're a top. That's why I keep saying men are the worst. Oh. If you're a, a bit, top. A little bit. So it's cheaper for tops. They I'd s- let them in for free. They <laughs> I'm okay with it because I'm saving money. They, they oh, I like how everybody's like, oh, that's good for me. Like everybody just said that. Yeah. Um wh- I, they say it's to ensure that. The bottoms were starting to complain that there weren't enough tops to. So they weeded They're out the poor They're always complaining ones. about that. Yeah. So they made the price cheaper for tops to encourage more tops 
to attend. But there's more to this story, right? This is a special kind of sex club. Because I learned new words reading what that thing. Yes. What kind of special? Yeah, I was totally. just like, what? Like, what, what kind of words did you not know? <laughs> uh. Well, I mean, the party is called Anonymous. It's a sex party for guys in Brooklyn. Um, yeah, what, what uh, I mean, what words? <laughs> Did we read the same thing? <laughs> have, you, have you ever had sex? Bottom, top? <laughs> That's when you... I'm kidding. Does Jim know what we're talking about? Yes, I do. No, because yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 the person who organized it or whatever explained that the logistics of the situation depend on this dif- price differential. And the price differential enables certain practices to be practiced. Such as? Regular gay sex. Cum dumping. <laughs> cum dumping. Cum dumping? You don't know what cum dumping is? I mean, it sounds like it's a self-explanatory word, but I'm pretty okay. sure it means okay. something else. So, what do you think it means? <laughs> no, what do you think it what? means? Hold on. I'm dumping of cum, I'm assuming. Into yes, but where do you think where, you're dumping you the think cum? Dump- yeah. Hence the logistical parts the host of the show should explain <laughs> in order for us to make a fair judgment about this okay. price. Okay, <laughs> so... I'm only being okay. clear, Your Honor. I'm glad we are in the late night portion of the point. <laughs> Wait, why would anyone pay sixty-five dollars? Come dump. Okay. Well, some okay. are not. Paying some, some are not as lucky as you. Come dumping. It's just too much. And for the mothers tell, and children. Tell me if I audience. get this wrong. Is when the bottom. <laughs> Likes to take a ton of loads from a d- bunch of people. There. Yes. See, yeah, that there part, I didn't know that was a thing. There. He always takes so long yes. to get to the point. Yes. So how do they enforce the this? Get to the point. <laughs> First buzzer. Go on. Go on. Yes. Yes, Jim. My question, how do they enforce this? So you can, yeah, like, like, what if you come to the door and be like, yeah, I'm totally a top. They follow you and, and make they sure follow you around. around. Like, it shows Whoa, you're they a have, bottom. They have yeah. little inspectors. You need to pay us they, $40 more. <laughs> like, yes. What if you're verse? What happens yeah, yeah. then? Yeah. Well, you ask. It something about being like, verse. Is it obvious? Like, I, I don't know. Is it obvious who's a top and who's oh, No, yes, because people yeah. assume no, about me all the time. Jim, 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 Jim. And the only reason I know about this is my brother and his partner, when they first got together, he complained to me when he came out to me. He's like, I've been with Brian for a while. The only problem is, is that we're both bottoms. And Aww. for the first little while, we just both had our asses up. And this is the opening <laughs> conversation with my brother about him coming out. And I was like, I guess we're pretty comfortable okay. at this point. That's so, why I know what it is. <laughs> this next story, I think, will mean something to Tito. Great. What it's is gotta it? has got to be an orgy. I feel like Tito's yeah. a gangbang yeah. story yeah. of some sort. Yeah. Gang, well, like, yeah. Come dump. I mean, he did know what that was. Nope. <laughs> According to a survey by a, compa- a company called Shorecell, which is a company that makes cell signal boosters. Okay. Why they do surveys, I don't know. But according to a survey they did about people's cell phone habits, 10% of people check their cell phone during sex. Yeah, I've done this. How is that I've even? definitely <laughs> done this. Oh, you've done that? Okay, okay. Done There's okay, the wait, 10% wait, 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 wait. right on the this. panel. Okay, and like, Adam. And like both times it was my mom, so. Wait, you were, you were having sex with your mom? No! <laughs> he said both Twice? times it was with his on mom. My phone. You were having Come sex on. with your mom on the phone? Yes, definitely. That's how we do wait, it. Wait, so your mother called, you're having sex. Were you top or bottoming? How much did you pay? <laughs> 
paying no sixty-five dollars. Yeah. So Somebody's paying you sixty-five dollars. I am cheap AF. That's not going down. I feel like he was bottoming if he was on his phone. Okay. It's easier. Yeah, it's easier. Okay, easier. we need the story. Okay. We need the story. Okay, Adam. Okay, I was bottoming. I'm bottoming with my ex. I was bottoming, and um, my phone rang, and. <laughs> Did you just do I it? reached. <laughs> I reached for it. And then, thank you. And then, like during, and then I, and then like I, you didn't pause. He still went. He still kept going. Well, Did I, you, you didn't pick up the call. You just saw that it was your mom and put hey it, flipped it back over. Sure. Oh. Sure, oh. Sure. <laughs> Are you joking? That's. I answered the phone. Yeah. Oh there you go. And and what did your mother? What, like how do you? Uh, I guess mom, it wasn't very good. I, what? I, how does that go? <laughs> Just say you're on the treadmill. I'm on the treadmill. <laughs> it's the only way to get your parents not, to be proud. She's not gonna believe I was on the treadmill. Um, no, like he he like he st- he stopped. He but paused. nothing nothing yeah. kills you know a boner yeah. like a call from your partner's mother. Talking to your mother. <laughs> nothing. Oh, it was his mother. No, it was my mom. Oh, okay. oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. Oh, killed his boner. Get yeah. it yeah. Well, I would be so it didn't go well. It wasn't it wasn't great. She just wanted to know what time I would be home. And the other time? <laughs> <laughs> what made you decide to I don't understand. Okay. So, it uh, if there. it's important, leave a message and I'll why what made you answer the phone? It was there. It's it mechanical. Was ringing. It, was it was ringing. If it, it was, was ringing, I would, I would reach and like stop, but I would peek at who it is. Peeking is one thing, but that's checking, right? That is checking. No, no, no. If it's there, no. Well, ask Shoresell how they conducted the study. Uh, uh, No, checking is like playing words with friends while you're getting it up the ass. (laughs) (laughs) What are you checking with words with friends? How did? While we're while we're talking about surveys that for some reason people people survey. <laughs> um, people answer questions. People answer. Okay, so the website medium.com surveyed gay men about what kind of underwear they wear. Jock straps. None. Jock, like Jock all the time. All the time. Oh I my love god! It. Ass out all the time. Really? Ass out and I'm really? Such, and I'm wow! The drop I don't believe it. Show, show us. Show, and show us. us. Show us. They got us yeah, going <gasps> for the ratings. Oh my god. <laughs> Jockstrap. There's a jock strap. Always oh, okay. Always okay. And I'm such a top. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, uh, he's only a top because it's cheaper. It yeah. is cheaper. Can't afford to be a bottom. Okay, so this actually surprised me. Forty-three um, percent, the largest, uh, uh, was uh, was briefs. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Briefs. Of course. Thirty. No. A thirty. Like the, the ones that don't go down your thigh, like briefs. Thirty-six percent said no. boxer briefs. That's what I thought would be the the most. No, no they pinch yeah, your no, balls. No, no. It's so what? annoying. No they pinch my balls all the time. How did boxers yeah. more than yes. regular briefs? Yeah. Really? No briefs pinch your balls. Because of like the leg part no, no, and the cooch right. part, and then it's just pinching. We like to it's be not about we that. like to be supported and not just it just sort of I need rides up on you. Boxer briefs are tight, but not too much. Not as much. Boxer briefs are just briefs that have like short parts of it. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, don't people's thighs chafe? Is that I don't know. Right. <laughs> what do you wear? It's like my boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Yeah. I, most is, yeah. I wear boxer yeah. briefs. 8% boxers. They're not gay then. <laughs> nope. Nobody wears really boxers. Not. Some people, it's like some too people wear boxers. Yeah, like stri- gay guys wear boxers. Some like, gay guys. 
You know, anything is possible. They're mask for mask, man. Boxer, brief, no. uh, boxer, to be honest. Uh, 7% wear jock straps. Thanks. Yay. Wow, I never <laughs> that was an underwear Only choice. on weekends. I love it. I love it. I don't have an ass, so I need all the support I can get. <laughs> I mean, no, but jock straps don't, don't, don't lift your... It's yeah, they do. They do. They do. They do. Of course they do. My they were invented for this. Strap. Actually, yeah. no, Without a jock strap. They were not strap, invented because of that. <laughs> flat AF. They were what if it's like really hot and you just have butt sweat? Like, what do you do? I know. Butt sweat. But I would rather a jock strap that airs it out than have a puddle in my fucking ass from the underwear. Yeah, but then, but then no, like, no, no, no. your okay. jeans are Briefs so absorb, okay. and if okay. you don't have, like, a back panel, your okay. pants will absorb. I know. Yeah. I know. So, right? okay. So, you wash you your notice. underwear after one wearing. Sure. Do you wash... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Laundry's expensive. Yes. Do you wash your pants after one wearing? No. No. But if your bare ass is sweating on your pants, don't you need to wash your pants after every wearing? Why do I care? That doesn't affect me. I don't give a shit. I work from home. Come on. (laughs) Whatever. It doesn't smell. Adam, every episode that you're on makes me realize more and more why you're single. <laughs> You're beautiful. It's so Don't listen to them. Thank you. Really. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the very first episode you were complaining, I'm so single. I'm so and then now I'm just like, after a full this season makes with sense. you, I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah, why well, you're yeah. single. I get it. It's all the smelly pants. <laughs> Um, before before we go to our next block, I do want to mention uh, because Adam's been here all night that uh, oh. his his uh, he has his own YouTube channel. God, I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you've talked about oh, you're uh, famous. Uh, on, uh, uh, go ahead. What's your YouTube channel? Oh, YouTube.com/slash Adam Carroll. <laughs> Sorry, what was That's the first part of that? YouTube.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so you've talked about your worst grinder message ever. Yeah. Uh, but you recently put out a new video mm-hmm. about <laughs> having uh, uh, somebody you had a, a hookup and the, <laughs> the person was not honest yeah. about something about oh. themselves. Yeah, okay, so this guy... That they would love you forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, really though. You. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, okay, so yeah, this this guy um, said he was like super experienced. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like I'm having sex like all the time. Though, but he's like, su- yeah. said he was super experienced. <laughs> like funny Can we talk about how old he was time. first? Pardon? How old was he? Sixty-three. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can be sixty-three and popping. Uh, no, <laughs> he was um, nineteen. <laughs> um, <laughs> super experienced, nineteen-year-old. Super. Ex- Super, okay, I don't make good decisions. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, okay, so first, first and foremost, he, okay, he said he wasn't coming over, and then like three hours later, he messaged me, and he was like, hey, I'm like outside your place. And I'm like, uh, like, pardon? Like, what? He's like, I just paid for parking. I'm like... <laughs> you know, it's like, free after midnight. Right? Yeah. What? I was so confused. So he like, I was like, whatever, like, I'm, I'm kind of horny, horny, so like, whatever. So come upstairs. So he comes upstairs. And... Oh, okay. 
So we start getting into it. We're getting into it. And he takes off his pants. Yeah. And then... <laughs> and then so I go towards his ass. Oh, fuck. Uh, sorry, I've heard this story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just remember. <laughs> okay, like, so like, first and foremost, like, it didn't smell great. But like that's, that's because he was wearing a jock strap and didn't wash his pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes, go, go ahead. Okay, so, yeah, it didn't smell great. And then I was like, hey, like, it's, it's an ass. So like, you know, like, whatever. It's just, it's just an ass. Like, that happens, so it's fine. So then, so then, so then I was, he was like, he goes, oh, I'm going to need you to, like, you know, stretch me out a little bit. And I'm like, okay, I was going to do that anyways. I'm a fucking gentleman, so, like, of course I'm going to do that. <laughs> unless, unless I'm being, like, real, like, dumb daddy top and, like, stretch yourself out. I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, so then I took the two fingers, you know, licked them up a little bit, went inside, and I was like, hmm, I, I feel things. <laughs> things I can You're feel. You're not alone in there. And first thought in my head, like, yeah, it's an asshole. There's sometimes when you feel things, and you're like, yeah, whatever. So I was like, but I'm feeling like a lot of things. <laughs> There's a lot happening. And I was like, okay. So then I, I pulled out. <laughs> Covered in shit. <laughs> Covered in shit. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, so like, how do I, how do I handle this situation? How do I handle it? So he obviously, yeah, wa- washing the hands. So then I, but I was like, how do I, what do I say to him? I can't just like run to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> so then I, 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 I was like, okay, like, you know, be nice about it, Adam. Be nice about it. So then I was like, uh, so like, dude, uh, <laughs> do you have to like shit or something? <laughs> what's like, you ever what's, went to the bathroom? What, like, what's, like, what's up? He was like, no, like, I don't have to shit. Like, just keep going. It's fine. I'm like, no, I don't want to keep going. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to keep going at all. So <laughs> then. Become him. Switch it up. Uh, so then I, yeah, then I went to the bathroom and I like cleaned my hands. And then I came back and I was like, well, fuck, like, what do I do? Like, what do I do now? And I was like, I'm still kind of horny. You show a couple of YouTube videos where you're supposed Sh- to do it. Uh, yeah. So then I, um, I just like lubed up his dick and I just sat on his dick. And then I just like rode it into town and then. Um, he was like, oh, like, you're reversed? And I'm like, not really, but I'm horny, so like, let's just fucking do this. So then... <laughs> but it's like, and his, like, dick was like, his dick was like, small. So, like, I could, like, do it. I could do it. So I was just like, this is great. I can totally do it. Maybe you Sorry, this is turning into, like, an hour-long story. But I, so, like... Tell us so then, more. So then yeah, he, uh, he was, like, fucking me or whatever. And then... He was like, oh, look, I'm going to come in your ass. I'm going to come in your ass. I'm like, okay, Diane, I don't fucking know you. You're not coming in my ass. That's not happening. So then... I like I, I jizzed everywhere, all over his chest, and then he came on my ass, and then he left. He was like, "Hey, see you later." And then, well, his parking was running out. His parking, yeah, 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 he, yeah. You know, had to. And it has been like, four minutes. It's been four minutes. <laughs> he had to, he had to return his car to mom. La- it didn't last. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, so then, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> when his mom called. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, so then, yeah. So like a week later, I was on Grinder, and I was like horny. And Why so, else would you be on it? Uh, thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Why else would you be on it? Uh, so then I messaged him again because you know I'm really uh, I'm really smart, and I was like, hey, like what's up? Like what's going on? What's going on? 
And he was like, oh, like, no match. And he was like being really short with me. I'm like, oh, this isn't going anywhere. And then, so, but I was horny, so I'm like, I'm going to push it anyways. So then um, I, I was like, so like, you should, like, you should come over. Because like, you know, that wasn't a really embarrassing experience for you or anything. So then he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's really going to happen again. And I'm like, oh, OK. So then I, mess I messaged back and I was like, yeah, I totally understand because like, that was like a really embarrassing situation for you. And then I blocked him and I deleted Grindr. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Made you delete the app. <laughs> so deleted terrible. It. Deleted everything. And then he wow. threw his phone into Lake Ontario. <laughs> 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 yeah, my hookup stories are great. That's how go to my YouTube Ed. channel for more. And there's, yeah, go to, there's go to Adam's YouTube channel for more. Do it. Do it. What yeah. channel? His YouTube channel. What is this website people keep talking about? <laughs> so, uh, go to youtube.com slash Adam Carroll. Yes. Subscribe to that. Do and it. then go to youtube.com slash The Point Guys. Subscribe to that. Do it. And uh, Fred, I think we have to give it a mug. We have to give out a mug. We do. Who do? I think who the, the, I think the, the horizontal the, vagina. The Asian yeah. vagina. Yeah. That, was I, I think, that was a good one. I think the winner is yeah. the Asian vagina. Yes. And now back with us, indie pop artist, Van Hector. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm very well. Thank you for joining us today, being part of the panel, part of the discussion, I'm, part of the I'm, fun. Yes, well, I, I'm um, outspoken, shall I say? So yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. That works. Yeah. That works. All right. Um, I, I had told you in the past, because you've been on the show before, yep. that I was obsessed with your EP, mm -hmm. Van And Unlikely. I didn't believe you. <laughs> I, I, I was. Believe you. <laughs> I was. Go to the Spotify's and the iTunes and, right. and get uh, Van Unlikely. But you just released a new single. Yes, I'm having a single out each um, month for the for the whole summer. Oh wow! So um, these are songs that I bought back from another from an old record label, and I sort of redid them. And oh, we wow. liked them so much that we thought, okay, those these four songs we have to redo them. They're, they're good. It just you know they didn't belong to us anymore because I had sold them. Just bought them back. Wow! So, and so is uh, the new single "No Mercy." Is that the first that, one? That's that's something I yeah. It's it's, it's a song from a bus somewhere around 2013, but we rearranged it completely. All right. Cool. And it's about revenge. So who doesn't like revenge? revenge you know. <laughs> so what's yeah. what's the story behind uh, this? Well, you know, I hate a lot of people. <laughs> and oh yeah. So no, it's about. Um, I'll be on. Like I'll, I'll say it. It's, there's actually a true story. I had cancer and lost my. At the same time, was dumped by my best friend, of 30 years. Oh my God. And it's totally fine now. And actually, it's better. It's better off. But the, you know the like the the, the f hatred that you feel in the beginning. I decided to turn it into a farce. And so now I have, you know, it's like it's just a vengeance song. And then I have a girl singing in the back, a beautiful Vanette who's called Allison. And she say, she's saying in French exactly the opposite. You know, I'm saying, I'm, you know, I'm saying I will hurt you and I will make you feel very bad. And she's like, good riddance. I'm so happy since you've gone. And, you know, she's all liberated. Wow. And, she, and I think humor, yeah. Humor, humor will kind, kind of could save the world, I think. It saved me. I mean, it's just, wow. it tur I turned my anger into a joke, right. and now it's funny. Well, well it's, it's funny to me. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not talk about it. Let's hear it. All right. With his brand new single, Yay. No Mercy, please welcome Van Hector.
she looks very beautiful. <laughs> You're my new girlfriend. Chip choo choo choo. coming out today to watch the second season finale Pointacular live right here as part of New Rose. I want to thank the guests that we had on today. Michael Fanous, Martha Chavez, Mikey Anderson, Anthony Patrick Manieri, 
Charlena Russell, and Bernie Road. I want to I want to thank our special guest co-hosts, Leah Abraham. Hey, yes. Fatality. Yeah. Adam Carroll. Yeah. And of course, Tito Zaid, Jim, Doug. And of course, Fred. Oh, me. Yeah, come on. It's your own moment. Yeah. Well, the best way to thank me would be to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com slash thepointguys. Helps us greatly. Costs you nothing. Of course, if you really want to help us, go to our crowdfunding site, Patreon, patreon.com slash thepointguys. We're also available on iTunes as an audio podcast. Check us out there. For everything The Point, you can go to thepointguys.net. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Point Guys. Well, usually we say we have a new show every Tuesday, so we will see you next Tuesday. In a sense, we will, because over the summer we're going to be releasing little snippets, little back footage, behind-the-scenes footage from this live Pointacular, so you'll still be seeing us every Tuesday over the summer. This coming Tuesday, of course, is, you'll see this, for the people here, you'll see it on Tuesday. And then, of course, we'll be back in the fall, first week of October, for season three! Yay! Van, you said you had a little surprise for us? Yes, for you, actually, mostly. I'm, I'm, I'm doing Bizarre Love Triangle, but my version of it. For you, because oh, I know you like that song. I love that! I know, so there. I decided to cool, bring it. okay, well, to sing us out, once again. Oh, we have to say it. Oh, yeah, we do. Thank you, Doug. But the whole time. Okay, well, here we go. We have a new show every Tuesday, so we will see you next Tuesday on The Point. Here's Van. You could always. Every time I think of you, I feel shot right through with a bolt of blue. It's no problem of mine, but it's a problem of mine. Living a life that I can't leave behind. There's no sense in setting me. The wisdom of the fool won't set you free. But that's the way that it goes, and it's what nobody knows. When every day my your sex and me. It's you, your sex, and me. The more you hurt me, the more I want to stay. Yesterday, I'm not sure what this. Could